Welcome to Gaming Dad 101, the show where gamers became dads and now we're looking for cheat codes. Welcome to episode 33 for the week before the Titan event known as E3. Congratulations everybody, Geek Christmas is officially around the corner and it's bringing games, games, and more games. But before we get into the show, a warning as we have in the past. This is our official E3 prediction slash discussion episode. Uh, here at Gaming Data 101, we do try to avoid cursing as much as possible. However, on this episode, given the hype of all the games that we're discussing and the number of guests that we have, it's kind of hard to guarantee that we're going to be able to remain clean. So with that in mind, I'm going to give you a few seconds to turn this off if you have any of the little ones around, because this episode is rated M for Mature. M for Mature? God, we sound so official. I know, right? <laughs> all right. <laughs> Now that the little one should be out, I am, as usual, your host of the festivities, Chris, and joining me is Brian. Howdy. Because he By doesn't way, know how to, like... Christmas is Winter Emus, just FYI. Mm, no, no, this is like, this is like, this is not Christmas because you're getting gifts. Winter Emus is more like, I don't know, man, I think that's somewhere like Thanksgiving, you just get to do a lot of stuff. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> All right, so this week we have some special guests, so let's take a moment to go ahead and introduce them. Joining us as the most recurring guest on this uh, show, we have Picky Gamer Dad, Ricky. Welcome, Ricky. What's going on? <laughs> All right, and then we also have two more guests. These two guests are new to the show. They've never been on. Um, joining us today from Lazy Gaming 2320 on Twitch, uh, everybody please welcome Justin. Yo, what's up, guys? What's uh, up, Justin? So, go ahead. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us about your gaming history, what you do, your channel, everything. All right. So uh, I'm Justin, or as I'm better known on Twitch and the Twitters, uh, Lazy Gaming 2320. I've been streaming for about two and a half years on Twitch. I'm a pretty much a, a variety streamer, just streaming whatever you know, whenever. And uh, but I've been gaming since I'm like since I was like five. I'm 22 now, so I'd have to say I've built up you know pretty decent repertoire. Nice. Uh, yeah, so. That's me. Nice. Well, welcome to the show, man. Always happy to have you. And then, of course, we have another guest joining us, also another Twitch streamer. Everybody, please welcome Jesse. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's uh, up? My name's Jesse, uh, a.k.a. Hankook, or El Hankook on PSN. I've uh, been Twitch streaming for about, I want to say about maybe about a year now. Uh, usually mostly competitive gaming, uh, Overwatch, stuff like that on PlayStation. Uh, trying to build up for a PC, but I don't know how long that's going to take. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically uh, that's basically the struggle a lot of us are having, is trying to build a yeah. PC. So, yeah. right. Before we continue with the episode, remember that Gaming Dad 101 goes live every Wednesday on podcast services all around the world. Make sure to subscribe and get all the episodes as soon as they are posted right to your device. And while you're there, drop us a rating because it really helps the show and it helps bring more people. So, now that we're all settled, introduced, and everybody in, what's everybody been up to? Has anybody been playing anything new? Because I've been playing two things that I really want to talk about. Brian, what about you? Pokemon Quest, man. It just got announced like two days ago, and it's already on the Switch. Super yeah, fun. I started playing that game, too. It's like the cutest, most blockiest, most mobile phone game ever on the Switch. Yeah, it's really cute. It's a lot of it's it's pretty addictive. It's just unfortunate that it's so like uh, limited and how often you can do stuff. But I really don't mind it because it's more of like a passive game you play. Yeah, it's a very casual game for anybody who's been looking into it. It's one of those where you it even auto runs. You can literally just set up your party and it'll auto run and have 
take care of everything for you to some extent. But there's still like the elements of you making your recipes to attract Pokemon to your camp and things of that nature. So there there is that positive uh, spin to it, and it is kind of it's complex without being too complex. But at the same time, it's still a lot of fun. Anybody else playing Pokemon Quest? I had uh, today. Is it? Does it kind of run like? Does it kind of play like uh, the Mystery Dungeon games? Because that's the kind of vibe I was getting from it. I've not played it yet, but does it run anything similar to that? I'll be honest with you. I didn't play the Mystery Dungeon games. I never actually got a chance to do so. So I'm not really sure. Did anybody else play those? So it's a little different than that. They're um like the it's. How the, the Mystery Dungeon games, you always have, like, that little party that you're traveling through, and you play as the Pokemon. But in, like, Quest, it's more of, like, you kind of let your Pokemon just do their own thing. And you're oh, okay. Kind of watching them as they go. Okay, mm-hmm. I think I got you. No bad. Now, the other game that I did want to talk about, because it is, uh, during the day that we're recording this was uh, Mario Tennis Aces. It's still running the tournament. I actually got a chance to play that. I almost won one of my tournaments, and then I lost all the way at the semifinals. Um, but, dude, it is a lot of fun. It is something that I highly recommend. Has anybody tried Mario Tennis? Yes, sir. Tell me about it, Ricky. I, I hopefully wish to try it soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's that struggle, man. It's that struggle. I actually just got to play it a few moments before actually joining on. Um, all I really got to play was just a practice mode, just playing with the CPU. But, hey, it was fun. That's not bad, man. I think it's a really interesting game. It's going to be a lot of fun for the family. Um, it's one of those where I've, I'm enjoying the... I'm enjoying the ability of playing and the simplicity of it, and I also enjoy how complex it is and the timing as well. That's kind of interesting in terms of um, figuring out what your next step needs to be and all of that. So it's it's very, very interesting in that regard. With that said, we also have a list of games that everybody has been playing, and I see here that Justin has been playing a game that's actually very fun that I talked about a couple of weeks ago. Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, Justin. Tell me about that. How do you like it? Yes, I I am loving uh, freaking Tropical Freeze right now, man. Uh, it's actually the only DKC game I've ever gotten to play. I know that's probably pretty bad, considering I should have played at least DKC 1 by now. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I'm loving Tropical Freeze. The Just the art style and the aesthetic aesthetics uh that they went uh with for the game is just it's a beautiful beautiful game uh and just fun to play i mean in general it's it's really challenging and i'm just loving it so it's a blast sweet sweet and then we have one final game that ricky just decided to put onto the document ricky go ahead tell us about that game because we were talking about it before we started recording man this game is actually pretty damn awesome at least to me that's all i can say um it's actually called immortal redneck (laughs) (laughs) for those that actually have not had the chance to actually hear about this game you're unfortunately you're an actual redneck that decides to go to egypt on a vacation and uh somehow you technically fall off a cliff and you are kidnapped by mummies now you're an immortal mummy redneck kind of person and you actually go into the different uh, pyramids and actually just start shooting through different multiple levels that they have 
Now, the fun thing about it is that each time you actually go into the pyramid, the level actually changes. So you never start at the same location every single time. Huh. And it's a first-person shooter. It's pretty fun. Now, you were telling me when you and I were talking about this that the game is fun, but that you die a lot. Like So, so yeah. what's the learning curve on it? Now, the actual learning curve on this game is not that bad. The only thing is whenever you first start it off, your, your character is technically pretty weak. So you're constantly going to die because your weapons are not as strong. Um, but the more you die, you actually get to keep uh, basically the coins that you're able to collect throughout the game. Mm -hmm. And you actually have a tree, a tree skill. And it's actually literally a tree that grows off the ground every single time you pick a skill. And, um, Interesting. That's, that's technically how you actually level up your character and get it stronger. And you're actually able to continue playing the game and able to kill more monsters and go through the multiple stages of the game. That was a how hardcore you have to be to wear flannel in Egypt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, man. Like uh, some Dark Souls right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Quite literally. All right, oh, guys. Yeah. So before we get to talking about E3, we're going to go ahead and have, we have two news articles that I wanted to cover before we get into the discussion. Um, the first article that we wanted to uh, talk about is from Kotaku by Brian Ashcraft. Um, it states, South Korea's PUBG Corp, the studio behind PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds, is suing Epic Games, the developer of Fortnite, for copyright infringement. The lawsuit filed last January, according to the Korea Times, although it only became public this week. PUBG Court is claiming that Fortnite's popular Battle Royale core, uh, mode copies PUBG's interface and in-game items. Now, we all know what a success Battle Royale-type games have become. We all know so far pretty much everybody is trying to copy them, including, uh, what is it, Battlefield just recently got um, some rumors that they may be coming with a Battle Royale system in their next game. So what do you guys think? Like, is it justified? Do you think they're actually going to win this case? Because the concept of Battle Royale is not even, it, it's not a unique concept. There's been movies and stuff done before that. So, I don't know, man, because I remember when PUBG mentioned that before when Fortnite was like, oh, they're trying to like copy our style and things like that. I think it's just gotten out of hand now where they think that, uh, you know, that they're trying to basically carbon copy them. Because if you look at the game side by side, they almost don't, unless you know that they're a battle royale game, they don't look the same at all. Like, two cartoon and everything. But going through the battle royale, like, the concept of it, I don't think it's really been that popular until, like, the PUBGs and the Fortnites, because they had one that was uh, an Arma mod, but Arma wasn't even that big back in the day. What do you think, Justin? Uh, I don't know, because, it, I mean, if PUBG's, like, just basically trying to throw shade on Fortnite, I mean, I don't know. It, the whole thing seems <coughs> just kind of petty to me, where, at, like, Fortnite's kind of its success has taken off and overshadowed uh, PUBG. The The whole thing, the whole situation just sounds kind of petty to me. Uh, do I think PUBG will, like, win in any kind of lawsuit or anything like that? I doubt it. 
but you know, I'm no legal expert, so you know, who knows? Wait, you mean what do you mean you're not a legal expert? That's the reason I invited you on the show today. That's, the... That's what we're paying you for. I know, for real. You, you guys should not be paying me for that. <laughs> Jesse, what do you think, Jesse? Do you think that this holds um, any water? No, honestly, I, in my point of view, it does not hold up in court for any, like for any fucking way possible that it would hold up on it. Like it should not because. Like it is, like it said, it's too many games that have already done it. And if they are going against Fortnite, then they have to go up against H1Z1. You're gonna have to wait for Black Ops to come out, and they're gonna have to go after them too, which is probably not gonna happen because most of these companies that they are going up against, way bigger companies than what PUBG is. And that's so, true. In my honest day. opinion. Now, at the end of the day, I do not think that PUBG should be going after them, especially with the success. Because, I mean, to be honest, who plays PUBG anymore? Who actually, like, has more or has shown bigger success than people playing Fortnite right now? And I think that's part of why this is coming from is the fact that at the end of the day, by the way, I'm saying end of the day on purpose for all of you jackasses <laughs> that want to play a drinking game while we're recording. Shut, shut. <laughs> First of uh, many. By the way, I'm just going to say that at the end of the day, <laughs> see what I did there? I love that there's a drinking game to the show now. So I'm going to get you guys so plastered one day. Anyway. So, I think that part of the reason why this is coming light now is because of that. Because PUBG, as good as it's doing and as good as it has been doing, I feel that it's kind of starting to lose ground to Fortnite quite a bit. Because at the end of the day, <laughs> Fortnite is free. You know what I mean? That that yeah. part of Fortnite is free where you can anybody can join it. You don't have to buy mm -hmm. it. PUBG, you not only have to buy it, you have to continue to supply money into it as well. So, it's I, I kind of think Fortnite has a... a bigger edge on this what do you think ricky i know that you've you've played both haven't you um actually i've only played PUBG once and to honestly it wasn't for me i actually play fortnite a whole lot more plus i have a lot of more of my uh friends that actually play uh fortnite but just like everybody's saying i to me i actually believe they're just doing because they're just feeling salty that they're basically being left behind uh Plug G just keeps having so much controversial issues, especially with all their hackers and everything that they have joining their games and making the game not pleasant for any casual players or anything like that. So, to me, I think that's probably why they're trying to sue everybody. But hey, who knows? I don't think they're going to win, though. Well, hopefully they don't. It's one of those that kind of reminds me of... Do you remember the people that were suing Nintendo for the Switch because of the removable Joy-Cons <laughs> and how, yeah, no, we want yeah. our money and you need to stop bringing in the Switch into the United States? It's kind of like that. Sure, you came up with an idea that's similar to kind of an extent, maybe sort of, but yours is just not as good. It just is <laughs> yeah. not as good. Not only that, you got to think about it. Fortnite every week bringing in something new. When was the last time PUBG brought something new? To the table. I think they just released a map, and that was about it. Yeah, yeah, but see, that's that's it. That's it. It's just maps. Yeah, granted, Fortnite hasn't released another map, but it keeps fun. They, they just added the shopping cart. 
granted, as dumb as that idea is, it's hella fun. It's hella fun. I know, because I was doing it yesterday. I got into a goddamn cart, and I didn't know what the hell I was doing. But it's just hella fun. Yeah, that's definitely one thing uh, Fortnite definitely has as well. Not only is it more easily accessible, but given like the cartoonish nature of it, it's just it's for a more wide range of, of an audience than PUBG, you know. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. So we'll definitely keep an eye on this and see how it pour, uh, it turns out, and we'll we'll check back on this. I'm sure later on in the year, hopefully when Fortnite has reigned victorious and uh, PUBG has to you know crawl with their tail between their legs. Now, moving on to the next bit of news, it's kind of the biggest news we've had for Nintendo in a while, and again, one of the reasons why we almost didn't have this E this E three oh my god this E three episode simply because. Is there even anything that we're waiting for anymore for E3? So many things have come out at this point that it's just kind of like, it's very hard to have put predictions, but we did the best we could. But moving on to the next bit of news is Pokemon news, which I'm sure a lot of you are already aware of. But Pokemon Mm. for the Switch has finally been announced with Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee that it's basically coming this November where we're going to get to revisit the Kanto region and it's going to, it's essentially a semi-remaster, semi-remake of the original uh, black, the original blue, red, and kind of yellow, but it's a mixture of the traditional Pokemon elements and mechanics with the Pokemon Go mechanics as well. They're still not sure um, about the number of Pokemon that are going to be actually in the game. The reason I say that is because we've kind of received information that it's going to be about 150, the 151 originally, but you're going to be able to bring in Pokemon from Pokemon Go, which may not actually be in the game so really is there any sort of a limit there so what do, what are you guys thinking about this game are you excited i know ricky and i have been basically talking about <laughs> it for the past week to the point where we redownloaded pokemon go so ricky tell, tell me your excitement and how do you feel this game is going to be man i'm actually pretty excited for this game uh, like you said, I've redownloaded Pokemon Go. Uh, I've actually been driving, and uh, apparently I, I have a park near me that I can just go, and there's like 10 Pokestops plus a gym that I can fight. So I was actually doing that right after my uh, appointment that I had this morning, so I thought I was pretty fun. Now, the one thing that I keep hearing about um, that some people are complaining about this game is that they're afraid that this game might be catering a little too much for the mobile community and not actually being a solid game. Um, but to me, I'm not too worried about that at this moment. Okay. What about you, Justin? Matt? I'm, are you a big Pokemon fan? Are you looking forward to this? Dude, I am I am hyped. As soon as I saw the trailer drop, I, I, I was pretty hyped. I mean, I fell out of the Pokemon Go craze uh, about a month or two after, you know, it was it everywhere came out. you looked, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I still liked it. I still like Pokemon Go, like as a as a game, but I don't know. I just kind of fell out of it. But with uh, Pokemon Let's Go coming out, I, I don't know. I've I've kind of thought about redownloading the original Pokemon Go and everything. So I mean, I think it's uh, I think as long as it kind of uh, caters to both the people who are just focused on this game. 
and the people who still want to integrate Pokemon Go with it, I still think it'll be, you know, a pretty good experience. And plus, I mean, we're going back to Kanto, so what's, you know, not uh, not to love about that? Uh, I know, a lot of people are excited about the Kanto part. That's that's definitely something that's getting people talking. Yeah, I, I'm pretty hyped for it. Uh, I think I'm definitely going to go for the EV edition, just maybe to, you know, because everybody's going to go for Pikachu. I got I to gotta <laughs> stay with Eevee's one of my favorite Pokemon anyway, so I gotta yes, I gotta back my team, you know. <laughs> oh, totally feel you. What about you, Jesse? Is this a game that you're uh, gonna pick up, or is this out of your out of your general interest? Uh, uh, no, I mean I would pick it up. Uh, that's actually how I actually started going out with my girlfriend. We were playing Pokemon Go. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so that's how we were actually doing it. Um, we went to the local uh, university here. So, I mean, eh, it'll be a pretty good uh, game to pick up again. Hopefully, you know, bring back little memories between me and her. So, eh, it'll be good. It'll be good. Nice. Well, All right. What about you, Brian? Because I know, I know how excited you were because you and I were talking about this. And as a matter of fact, like I'm actually mad about this particular announcement because I had a prediction that we were going to get information about the uh, Pokemon game, but we were only going to get a name, we were going to get a release window, and we weren't going to see anything. And here they go, and they have video, and they have screenshots, and they have names, and it's out for pre-order. I've already pre-ordered both of them. I have kids, so I have an excuse to get both of them. <laughs> so, Brian, what, how do you feel about this? So... He's not saying the whole story because I was literally messaging him as I was watching the stream of a YouTuber who was paying attention to all the Twitter related to Pokemon because they didn't stream this announcement. It was literally like you had to get it through whoever was there in the conference twittering about it or excuse me, tweeting about it. But um, so I watched it and they said Pokemon Quest first and I was like, what, what the heck is this? And <laughs> they went for like a good half hour just talking about that. And then the trailer hit Twitter for uh, Pokemon Let's Go, Pikachu, and Eevee. And I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. This is the best thing ever. I can't wait. I'm so glad I bought a Switch like two weeks ago. I can't wait. It's so oh my god. And then they were like, oh yeah, and you can get a Pokemon Joy-Con to go with it. And it'll do oh it. my yes, god. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk about that Pokeball for a second since you touched base on it. Is Who's getting it? Because I'm, I want it. I desperately want it. I just don't know if it's going to be worth it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I heard that the battery time is only about three hours. Um, it doesn't last as long as the, the battery for the watch that came out as a companionship to the uh, Pokemon Go app. So is it something that looks interesting? Like, will you get it, Brian? I'm getting it. Like straight up, I'm getting like it. I don't care how I have to. <laughs> if I have to go shank somebody on the street that's walking around with it, if they're out of it, I'm getting it's it. All right, if you need it, you know I got you. I got to look up at my local GameStop. At my local GameStop, that was it. Well, there you go. So now we know where we're all getting it from. Um, <laughs> from that store that we shall not name because we're not sponsored by them. <laughs> so. Jesse's going to get like 60 messages after this goes live. Like, hey, you got that uh, that Pokeball hookup, I hear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So along with the news of Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, of course, as you mentioned, we heard Pokemon Quest, uh, which is one that we already started talking about that we, we spoke of. 
Again, a lot of fun. Anybody who has got uh, small children, it's a great game to kind of bring people into Pokemon. Very similar to Pokemon Go in that it's very simple, as opposed to the core Pokemon games. So, it, go check it out. Again, it's free. It's very, 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 very much a cell phone game. It eventually is going to be released on cell phones everywhere, so you're going to be able to play it there as well. Uh, we don't think that the Switch version and the mobile version will communicate, but it's still a lot of fun. So go check it out but the biggest news that we received was a confirmation that there's going to be a core rpg game coming in 2019 now let's get it all out guys because we all have our wish list for a core rpg pokemon so justin what do you expect to see oh what, or what is what is your perfect rpg pokemon game oh man jeez. Uh, okay so as long as it's, you know, I don't know. When I played Sun and Moon, I, I haven't played the Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. I, I, I didn't bother with that, but I, I've been with Pokemon all the way up until, you know, Sun and Moon. And when I played Sun and Moon, I felt like there were almost too many changes. Like they're trying too many new uh, features and things like that. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. But I'm definitely a hipster when it comes to Pokemon because I grew up <laughs> one of my first games was uh, Pokemon Yellow for uh, the original Game Boy Colors. So, I mean, nice. I would, I'd kind of like to see them take a few steps back. Maybe that's not the right way to say it, but if it's going to be a core RPG, I don't know. Maybe just try to kind of harken back to the older fans and try to figure out some way to also integrate new fans into the series. But I don't know. I had a lot of gripes about Sun and Moon, so I really hope they kind of take a look at that and you know i don't know like so playing said, off of that few steps back what gripes did you have with sun and moon what were the things that you didn't like i don't know a lot of the pokemon i felt were kind of unimaginative uh i really like the whole alolan you know specific uh uh versions of the pokemon i thought that was really cool but uh a lot of the the brand new pokemon that they brought in i wasn't too crazy about i didn't particularly like the uh way uh that they replaced the hms with the uh the little uh, whatever it's called the ride pokemon yeah the ride pokemon yeah i wasn't crazy about that either uh i don't know maybe the maybe if i had played ultra sun and ultra moon maybe they improved on some of the features in it but i don't know it's just maybe it's smaller gripes to a lot of people, but to me, I don't know. It was, it was enough to where I didn't finish Sun and Moon. Just different things that kind of irked me as a longtime fan. Okay, understandable. Now, to see for me, like the only the only real thing I want is I want a Pokemon game very similar to Skyrim in where it's an open world and that's how you explore and that's how you find Pokemon as opposed to this very closed sandbox where you have to go here, go here, go here. You know what I mean? I would like to be able to explore a lot more to have a giant map uh, similar to Breath of the Wild in terms of size uh, and the you know aesthetic as well would be fine. I don't need something to look realistic, but I, I want to be able to have more of a, an adventure uh, within the game, you know what I mean? Now, are we going to get it? That's that's yet to be determined, but considering how much Nintendo is kind of going in that direction of trying to do more open world, I really, really, really hope we do. Um, what about you, Brian? What What is your wish list? You know, as we previously talked about in one of our episodes, we had 
you know, whole thought on like what a Pokemon open world would be. And it'd be like multi regions and all that kind of thing. But since they announced Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, I really feel like they're going to end up just doing an 8th gen game in a new region to start. And that once they get their handle on how the Switch Pokemon games work, they're going to do something like an open world. Because the Switch is way meatier than the 3DS or any of the handhelds that they've come out with so far. So they have the power now to do something that big. Okay. What about you, Ricky? What do you think? Honestly, I really don't know. It's it's one of those games that I played Sun and Moon as well. I think I only got through like through two regions uh, or two islands, and I kind of quit playing it. Um, I don't know. Just to me, it kind of getting it started getting a little stale to me. At least the gameplay. Um, so what I would like for it to be would be like you guys say a more open world. Um, trying to figure out a balance between the gym matches and things like that. Make it to where uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm still in the zone. How I feel. About it. <clears throat> okay. Now, what about you, Jesse? Is this something that would interest you? A core Pokemon game more than the Let's Go Eevee, or kind of the same, you know, deal? Um, if anything, I would say probably just a little more. Um, you know. Nintendo has been doing some really good stuff with their open worlds. Obviously, Mario Odyssey, Breath of the Wild, both Game of the Year contenders. So, I mean, pretty much, I'm pretty sure it, it'll do good. It's just however they want to work it out with, um, what's their goddamn name? Not Square Enix, I'm thinking of um, Game Freak. Game yeah, Freak. there you go. As long as they work out something really good, I, mean, I know they can do it. They can, especially how Brian was saying it. They have the power now, especially all the stuff that they can be doing with it. Uh, they, can, they can work some wonders with it. Just it's how they. It's how they present it, really. Yeah, yeah, it's how they present it. It's how they go about it. If they go with something that's anywhere near close, uh, uh, close to Breath of the Wild, and I think they got a hit. Well, hopefully we'll see. I know that the only thing that's been confirmed so far is that we expected the game to come out in 2019. <clears throat> when in 2019, I don't think they even give a quarter. Um, it's just at some point in 2019. But I'm sure that there's going to be a direct, probably closer to the end of the year, where they're going to give us more information on that. Because Nintendo has been very good since the Switch coming out at giving us information in little bits, little chunks at a time, to get us excited for one or two quarters, and then comes another, you know event where they go ahead and they give us more information about the next quarters. So it's been very interesting the way Nintendo has been handling the release of information, and I'm actually very happy the way that they've been doing it. So... With that said, that very much covers the news for this week. Um, we wanted to focus primarily on E3 because it is the week before E3. So we're going to go ahead and the first thing I want to get into is we're going to read uh, one of the community predictions that was provided. John Sinta was the one uh, that actually pretty much thoroughly put out his predictions. So we're going to go ahead and read them. Uh, for his predictions to show, he feels that there's going to be a Halo 6 teaser that they're going to show and the multiplayer gameplay. He thinks that there will be a Fable 4 teaser, a Smash Brothers gameplay reel, Pokemon Switch teaser, um, which I believe that that pretty much has already been confirmed with the Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu. Um, he says there's going to be a Just Cause 4 full demo, Rage 2 full demo, Assassin's Creed 1 remaster, Nintendo's online play walkthrough, an Xbox One X price drop, PlayStation's push towards AR, 
Darksiders 3 full demo and a Borderlands 3 demo. What do you guys think? Are these do, do you think that they're in line? Or do you think that some of these some of these to me sound like pie in the sky? Mm. Don't everybody talk at once. I'm <laughs> probably a bit of a reach right now. Which one? Halo. Sorry. You think so? There's a Halo reach. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Brian. I don't know. That was the worst dad joke ever. Get out. Just you're done. <laughs> really, in this in the history of this podcast, that's the first bad joke. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. Uh, I, I think Halo Six is a bit of a reach right now because we haven't heard anything about it. It's just been rumors, pretty much. Um, but a lot of a lot of what he's already said has been pretty pretty head on. Otherwise, the only other one I think is a little weird is uh, Borderlands Three. Because we talked about it last time, the developer was like, "Yeah, you're not going to see anything about it." No, and no, no, thing, correction. But, yeah. <laughs> no, the developer came out and says that it's like a magic trick. He could tell you right now that it won't be there, but you're going to believe what you want to believe. All right? Because remember, I went into that whole speech about how I love magic, so that's that I'm not forgetting. In Halo Six, Halo Six, I think it's time, man. It's been a while since we've had a core Halo game. I think it, it really should be time for one to come out. The one that I'm kind of confused about the most is the Assassin's Creed 1 remaster. I don't really think we need one. I don't think anybody would want one. You know what I mean? I would... An Assassin's Creed 1 remaster? Really? Yeah, I would play the hell out of that. Alright, well, what about you, Justin? Anything? <laughs> any of these sound good or far-fetched to you? Uh, I don't really know about far-fetched. I thought they all sounded pretty... Uh pretty solid the one that i do have questions about though is the sony moving towards ar is that a thing like that they've been talking about or something no i think that's a shot in the dark that he took for something he'd like i would personally like that as well i i don't know if you remember uh, i want to say it was e3 2016 i believe they did a demo with the ar glasses where they um demoed minecraft on the microsoft stage oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i that is i've been wanting something like that for forever so if 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 they do it that'd be freaking awesome so that that would actually be really really great um what about you, Jesse? Do these sound good? Anything that you know speaks out to you? Anything that you think would be too much? Um, no, nah, pretty much. Uh, I'd say a few of those sound pretty good. Um, I'm actually really excited for Anthem, just because multiplayer games are usually my thing. Eh, I like a few story ones, but ah oh, man, I've been waiting for something that I hopefully can grind on a lot more. Just because nice. obviously Destiny Two. Uh, unfortunately, R.I.P. <laughs> on it. Um, yeah, um, I mean, I hope they can show some good stuff on it. Um, I wish, I honestly wish Bungie can like work something with making Destiny Two like a better game than it was, because obviously it's the same thing as Destiny One as well. I know that's not something that's in there. But I I wish it was, man. I wish Destiny 2 would make a comeback on it. All right. What about you, Ricky? Any of these that speak to you? I mean, I will say sorry, John Cinta. I know we don't talk and we don't know each other. But damn bastard, you took one of mine. <laughs> <laughs> I actually Which... had Halo 6 on, <laughs> on my uh, one of my predictions. Um, I know where Ricky's um... <laughs> leaning now. <laughs> what was that? We know where Ricky's leaning now. 
(laughs) (laughs) Now, the only one that I technically won't really see coming into the E3 would actually be that Assassin's Creed 1 Remastered, just because we just had that new announcement of that new Assassin's Creed Odyssey game coming out, so... Okay, fair enough. So now, before we continue with the predictions, this is how we're going to break up our personal predictions. We're going to go ahead and we're going to break it down in terms of companies. So we're going to go Nintendo, PlayStation, Xbox, and we're going to go ahead and give our predictions as we go through. One of the things that I did want to touch on before we give our predictions is there were two pictures that were released of potential leaks for Nintendo and for PlayStation. So I want to go over the list on Nintendo. Now, if any of you guys had a prediction for these, go ahead and stop me. We'll we'll go ahead and discuss it. So the first one is an intro trailer where they're, going to, they're supposedly going to be showing a Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Uh, they're going to be showing FIFA, NBA 2K19, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, uh, Octopath Traveler, Wolfsta- Wolfenstein 2, uh, the new Colossus. Um, and then, of course, they have a section for Super Smash Brothers for the Switch. Now, I know most of us have to have at least one Smash <laughs> Brothers prediction. So yep. m- I'm going to go ahead and start with mine. My brass Smash Brothers prediction is that it's going to be a brand new title. It's not going to be a re-release. It's not going to be a remake. It's not going to be a reimagined uh, sort of deal. And it's going to be released on October 2018. I don't know exactly the date, but it's going to be an October game. You just want Who else has one? <laughs> no, not, not even for my birthday. Like to be honest with you, if we were to think about October, I think it's going to be toward the end of October. So something along the lines of from the twentieth forward is what I'm I'm imagining. You know what I mean? So what about you, Brian? What what's your Smash Brothers prediction? I don't do know about time it? frame. I know it's this year, but I'm more of like they're going to announce some really big new characters. Like, uh, you know, a lot of more guest characters, kind of like how they had Solid Snake and that kind of thing. Um, okay, before you continue, uh, the, to the rest of the group that is recording with us today, uh, right before we recorded, I told you that Brian had a prediction that he should be more specific. Do you think that prediction needs to be more specific for it to count as a prediction? Because mm-hmm. we all know that they always have secret <laughs> characters. We all know that it's got, they always have something up their sleeve. So Come like, on, give, give us some guests. What I you hate think? all of you that's right what, now. That's what it should be. <laughs> to, to me, honestly, I hope they bring back Ice Climbers. I yes. hope they bring them back. I, I hope like they bring them back. You want Ice Climbers, the other half hates Ice Climbers. <laughs> well, there you go. But that, but at least that tells you something he's hoping for. So who are you hoping for, Brian? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Put me on the spot. Um... Uh, Master Chief, <laughs> fuck it, whatever. Actually, okay. So to, oh no, check this out. Check this out. I actually have a prediction that ties in with that one. So here's the thing: we know that Nintendo and Xbox have been working together with their Minecraft interactivity. We know that you can oh, actually yeah. get Xbox uh, achievements through Nintendo because you have to have an, uh, an Xbox account, but you can still get Xbox achievements through Nintendo. So realistically, there is a possibility that they... What my prediction is Nintendo will be at the Xbox stage or Xbox is going to be at the Nintendo stage to talk about Minecraft. However, wouldn't it be awesome if... Phil Spencer comes on to the Nintendo stage and during Smash and goes, with our new partnership with Nintendo, here's Master Chief for Smash Brothers. <laughs> I mean, 
mean, I was just joking, but okay. <laughs> hey, it could happen. Could happen. That's I'd back true. It. I mean, oh, no one God. thought Sake would be in freaking Smash Brothers. So. Exactly. Or Cloud, for that matter. Mm-hmm. Ryu too. Yeah. True. All right. So who else? Who else has a Smash Brothers prediction? Okay, I've got I've got a couple of characters I would really like to see. All right, bring it up. Smash. First and foremost, I want to see Sora from Kingdom Hearts in Smash. I want to see that happen more than anything. Maybe it's just because I'm a Kingdom Hearts fanboy. But I mean, you got to think about it. They brought uh, Cloud over, who, to my knowledge, has never appeared on any kind of Nintendo console, unless I'm wrong about that. Meanwhile, Sora, there have been Kingdom Hearts games on Nintendo platforms, so why not bring somebody who's pushed your company, you know, a little bit forward with their franchise, you know, bringing some people over. I'd really like to see Sora in there. I'd kind of like to see uh, a couple from Capcom. I'd like to see Zero from Mega Man X. I think he would be a pretty good fit. That would be awesome. And uh, speaking of how we had... uh, I mean, they, they've brought Snake in before, so I think we could bring in a couple other commandos with uh, Chris Redfield and Jill Valentine, or, you know, maybe alternate those. I don't know. I mean, they were they were both in uh, Marvel vs. Capcom, right? So, I mean, they've had fighting game experience. <laughs> I kind of like to see it, you know? I mean, it's on their resume. You yeah. Know, <laughs> you get the job. Leonis Kennedy, maybe? <laughs> hey, I mean... <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, they had uh, RE4 on the GameCube, so why not? Why oh, not? man. All right, so moving on with the Nintendo list, they're saying Punch-Out! Uh, become the champion is apparently one that may be on there. Uh, Metroid Prime Renegade. Uh, according to this, there's going to be trailer gameplay uh, footage as well. Um, anybody have anything for either of those? Uh, I didn't have any predictions, but I really About like... About time another boxing game came out. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Really? You guys say. are just going to go over Metroid? Nobody cares about Metroid? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's not... She had like the last one. Yeah. I hope it's not like... <laughs> I've never played a Metroid game, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you never played Metroid Prime on the, on the GameCube? That was lit. Sorry. All right. So moving on. uh, According to this uh, leaked image, uh, Splatoon 2 expansion, uh, Fire Emblem Memories uh, coming out, Fallout 3 Anniversary Edition, Yoshi's Flapping Island, uh, Pokemon Let's Go, uh, Pikachu and Eevee, that we already were aware of, uh, F-Zero SX, um, Fortnite and Star Fox Lilar system, it looks like. So those are the ones that were leaked. Now, in terms of other predictions, let's go ahead. Justin, tell us what other Nintendo... Did you have any other Nintendo predictions? Uh, no, sadly. The only actual Nintendo one I had was, was my Smash uh, rant. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right. sadly, no, no other ones. Ricky, do you have any other Nintendo predictions? I mean, I don't know if it's an actual prediction, but it's more of a wish list. Um, Mario RPD, either remastered Ooh. or two. Ooh, that would be nice. I would, I'm I would totally get that. Mm-hmm. All right, anything else? No, that's it for that one for me. All right, Jesse, do you have any Nintendo predictions? Mm, I would hope so, just because I was really good at these. Another Mario Party. 
Ooh, I actually, would hope so. Yeah. Obviously, it probably won't happen, but man, do I enjoy destroying friendships with it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's not only Mario Kart. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's time for another party game. It's been a while since we've had one. About time. That's something that's actually competitive. It's not like this past one that, oh, you guys were in a whole cart and y'all had to move together. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I get it. There was that little competitiveness of, like, getting those stars. But I want, I want to make somebody be like, yo, stop. I get it. You're playing all the games, but please, just let me win one. No. <laughs> so you're just basically, you're looking for, like, the revenge that you get in Monopoly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I actually have four, uh, no, not four, three more predictions, because we already talked about one of them. So, um... I think they're going to have the N64 Mini there. Not only are they going to confirm it, but they're going to give you part of the lineup for the games. They're going to show you. They're going to show you the, the, the case. They're going to show you what it looks like. They're going to confirm that, uh, like Brian didn't want. They're going to have the classic controller, and they're going to tell you we're going to have this many games, and they're only going to give you a portion of those games, and they're going to tell you, you know you'll hear the rest at a Nintendo Direct down the line or something. Um, I think that they're going to very heavily push their online service because of Smash Brothers. I think that there's going to be the excuse for them to be like, you want to get this service because you can play Smash Brothers with anybody. So I think that they're going to focus on that. Um, and then, of course, I think we're going to get a tease at the Pokemon RPG game that's slated for 2019, uh, but nothing really too circumstantial, probably just a title and maybe a graphic of some sort, like a logo, uh, but not an actual, any, no gameplay, no pictures, no, nothing that will kind of give you an idea. Very similar to how they announced Metroid uh, last year, where they just kind of had like the logo and it was just on fire type of thing, you know what I mean? That's kind of what I'm expecting. Yeah. So, all right. So now that we've covered Nintendo, let's go ahead and move to PlayStation. It's gonna blow right past me, huh? <laughs> Got all these yes, new faces because, on. Yes, because you're like saying your your predictions are gonna be. Yeah, I expect them to bring out new games. I don't know what they're gonna be. But they're gonna bring them out. They're gonna bring them out. Look, see that see that Teletubbies game that they brought out in like 1998? Maybe, but I'm Bridget's not sure. gonna be there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh well, for the for the record, <laughs> and now that we have three other people that can collaborate my story, I did ask, did anybody else have Nintendo predictions? I mean, but then you went right down the list, anyways. <laughs> okay, so Brian, what 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 are your Nintendo predictions? Well, let me tell you about my predictions. My predictions, you see, are very predictable. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> uh, I was actually going down the same route as you, Chris, with the uh, Pokemon 2019. I think they're gonna do like they did with uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon, how they like had a nice trailer with like all the art and maybe like images of like the Pokemon centers and things like that. And then all the rest of the stuff is gonna get leaked down the road, anyways. So we don't have to worry about that too much. <laughs> that's, that's happened on the last few. But um. The Smash characters was another one. I just don't really... I'm not really sure what kind of characters they're going to bring out. Uh, but my big one is I think they're going to have a new model for the Switch. Given that this was like an initial release of the Switch. Or at least a different boxing of it. Kind of like how they had the Japanese one where it doesn't have the dock. So I'm thinking 
you know, maybe a larger memory size on it. For starters, that's a pretty easy one that they could upgrade, or maybe even, you know, a better processor or something like that. Dude, I'll be honest with you, I really hope not. <laughs> hey, man, with as many different versions as they had of the 3DS... Yeah, that's true. yeah, but but you know what? That's that's their handheld console. They've been very clear about this. You know, this being their at home console. This is a console that is something you can take versus something that's portable. So I I don't necessarily see them do that. At the same time, the Switch has a lot more power than the DS. So there's really not that much of a reason to upgrade. Now, I do see from a different perspective. I can see where you are right. Because if you remember, what leaked recently is that the Switch can be hacked, and they have no protection against it. The only protection they would have is to remove that piece that lets them hack the system. So with that said, maybe that's where they would come from. I just, I still really hope they don't do that, because I cannot afford to just keep buying Switches left and right. (laughs) I mean, I just got so, mine, so how do you think I would feel? <laughs> like two weeks after getting it. New version, Switch Pro. Oh, God. Now I got that reminds me of... Could happen, man. Everybody's bringing out a Pro version. Yeah. Everybody wants to smash the processor, man. That reminds me of a friend, though, who just recently bought the PlayStation 4 Pro, and the same day was when they came out with that tweet, uh, that quote where it stated that um, the, the PlayStation is toward the end of the life cycle, and he just wigged out. So, yeah, I mean, we again, the PlayStation, I still think, has um, some years left, and I don't think we're at the end. I think we're getting close to an end, maybe, but the, the, he'll still be able to squeeze some out of it, so... Speaking of PlayStation, let's go ahead and... Or do you have any more predictions, Brian, before I, I rudely... No, no, <laughs> no that's it. I only had the two. It's okay, Chris. Okay. I understand. I got, I got one. Forget got all one. about me. No, <laughs> All right, so for the PlayStation, uh, I'm going to go ahead and just read the list of what was leaked, and then we'll talk about our predictions, just because I think it'll be easier that way, especially with how Nintendo went, so we don't accidentally skip Brian again. Um... <laughs> So, of course, with the leak uh, PlayStation conference, you get the mashup trailer that is to be expected. Um, according to the leaked document, uh, you're going to get a Days Gone launch trailer, a Last of Us Part Two gameplay, uh, Splinter Cell Apocalypse trailer, Devil May Cry 5, Yakuza 2, Shenmue 3, PlayStation... Uh, you're going to get to play PS2, PS3 games on the PS4 trailer, uh, Death Stranding trailer with Hideo Kojima apparently showing you gameplay, uh, Resident Evil 2 remake gameplay, uh, Vanquish 2, Spyro Reignited trailer, Kingdom Hearts 3 launch trailer, Beyond Good and Evil 2 play, uh, Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater remake, Marvel Spider-Man gameplay, Final Fantasy 7 remake launch trailer, and that's what's supposed to be closing out the show. Now, <laughs> there is there is a lot yeah, to unpack right in there. that. Trying so, to make up for right. last year. Yeah, no, for real. Um, I'm going to go ahead and let's analyze the picture first, uh, or the leaked document. The one that I think feels the most... The one that I'm hoping for the most out of those is Splinter Cell. We haven't seen Splinter Cell in quite some time, uh, and, and I'm really itching for a new Splinter Cell game, just because... Of, there is no other game that does stuff the way Splinter Cell does. You know what I mean? So I'm really hoping that that is true. Um, I'm really excited to 
possibly see Hideo Kojima playing Death Stranding, but I still think it might be a little too early for that, so I'm kind of, you know, hesitant about it. And then the one that I'm most afraid of, to be honest with you, and Justin and I were talking about this earlier, was the Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater remake, simply because that game was great, Kojima's no longer there, they've already murdered Metal Gear with that revive zombie whatever the fuck it was, that one. Try that right now. See how it plays, but eh, not yeah, much for it. So I'm very concerned as to what they would do with a Snake Eater remake. So that that is kind of what I'm concerned with. Anybody else? A- anything out of that list that you like or looking forward to, Brian? Uh, the Death Stranding is is a given. I mean, we're we need more info on it now that it's been you know in the runs for what like three years now, two three years mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. That yeah. spooky naked trailer, and then it went back like <laughs> baby inside. inside, the inky baby and stuff. Mm-hmm. Speaking of baby, <laughs> can we pause for just a second? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> On cue. If we were all, if we were all books, would Norman read us? Yes. <laughs> I got it off. I didn't care. <laughs> So normally, when Brian says, uh, give me a minute because something happens in the background, that's usually a Sorry. cut period. Yeah, uh, that's it's usually where I'm going to cut, but I don't think I'm going to cut. I'm going to leave that joke in. <laughs> what joke? Really you guys good. snuck one in on me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Don't repeat it. Don't repeat it. He's going to have to listen to the episode. So yeah, moving like on. Well, <laughs> anyways, Death Stranding, that was a given. I'm definitely looking forward to that. I think there's going to be a big Kingdom Hearts, like – final reveal like it's finally 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 coming versus like the finally finally coming that was last year and then finally coming the year before that (laughs) so i think that's gonna be like they're gonna maybe give us a date maybe not but maybe uh (laughs) okay do you think that date is this year or next year i I, I don't know well um i definitely think there's gonna be a metal gear remake because everybody's remaking everything now so why not um yeah playstation you know is not my cup of tea so that's that's about all i got going for it at this point i don't know the the whole why not for the uh metal gear because why not redo the first one you know that one's much older and that one needs it up more Mm. that that's just my opinion so what do you think ricky any of these you know spark an interest um, Splinter Cell actually sparks some interest with me. <clears throat> Serious me, sorry. Uh, yeah, Splinter Cell. <laughs> <laughs> you got me when I was stretching. <laughs> I thought for a second, I thought that not, he was trying to build tension. It's like, yeah, Splinter Cell, that's it. That's it, nothing else. Don't ask yep, me. Time Move on. Moving on, next person. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, Splinter Cell, uh, that would actually be kind of interested. I think I only played Double Agent when it came out on 360, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but, uh, besides that, I, my other prediction may be, uh, just because they kind of revealed a little bit about it, uh, Medieval, uh, either a remake or a new one for the PS4, um, because just, just cause it was announced on PSX last year. So I don't know, at least a picture or something about it. Okay. Fair enough. What about you, Justin? Any of these catch your eye? Oh, Kingdom Hearts 3. 
please. <laughs> I didn't even know why I bothered asking. I need it, man. I no, 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 no. You don't understand. Okay, so like, I'll tell you a little bit about Justin that you guys didn't know. Um, he's going to downplay his addiction with Kingdom Hearts. But the reality is, is that if you cut him open, he bleeds heartless. All right? Yes. Like, that's just what happens. Yes. Well, they, okay, so uh, Nomura stated quoted that there would be a release date coming early june so what better time than e3 it needs to happen or i am going to go dive off a cliff somewhere because i can't take it anymore <laughs> but what uh, are you going on like 12 years of waiting something like that man it feels like an eternity <laughs> feels like an eternity yeah, other okay. than other than that uh splinter cell i I, earlier in the week, uh, when I was researching uh, around the internet of what other people thought would show up at E3, uh, IGN said something about uh, it would be nice to see a new Splinter Cell. So I wrote that down as one of my predictions, and then lo and behold, if if this uh, leak is credible at all, uh, we might get to see a new Splinter Cell, which I've not played a ton of the series, but I've I've dabbled in it a little bit. I think it'd be pretty cool to see a new Splinter Cell after all these years, because the last game was Blacklist. Is that right? Yes, that's the last one. No, I was uh, and that was what 2015, 2016. Yeah, so I mean, it's time, and and UB, Ubisoft has uh, expressed interest uh, in you know bringing back the title for another entry. So I definitely you know would be pretty hyped to see that. Uh, let's see, yeah, like like we were talking about earlier with the Metal Gear remake. Uh, like Chris said, me and him was talking about it a little bit this morning. Initially. I was really hyped because I was like, oh, you know, it's, it's, I guess I took it more of a remaster, but the thing is it says remake, which would, you know, suggest that they're redoing a lot of things and not just, you know, upscaling graphics and everything. And since Kojima's not there anymore, I've since kind of started to think, maybe don't do that. (laughs) Don't, don't touch my Metal Gear because, uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe Survive was just a learning curve for them. Maybe they can actually do something good with it without Kojima, but I highly doubt it. So, other than that, that that's that's pretty much all I'm super super interested in. All right, what about you, Jesse? Um, too, man. I'm pretty excited for that a remake. Been waiting for it. Uh, I really didn't get a chance to play it when I was little. Hold on, uh, I didn't really get a chance to play it when I was little, but, you know, it was always something that I would always watch my older brothers play. So it was always like, oh, man, I want to play it. I want to play it, but I kind of suck at these games. So it was always that nostalgic feeling of like, all right, well, they already played it. Now it's my turn. So that's probably one of the ones I'm looking forward to. Um, uh, what is it? Snake Eater as well. I hope they don't <laughs> fuck it up. <laughs> I hope they don't mess it up. Uh, just because, yeah, I mean, it does say remake, but uh, I don't know. I, I hope they just up the graphics on it. It's the story how it was. Besides that, um, I don't know. Pretty much like looking forward to Red Dead or something else that's going to be a little multiplayer wise. 
right, fair enough. All right, so with that said, now that we've talked about the leaked um, information from PlayStation, we're still going to go ahead and give our predictions uh, because, again, we don't know whether that's true or not and whether it's accurate or not. So my first prediction for PlayStation is that Death Stranding is going to get a release window. They're still not going to have a date, uh, but there is going to be a trailer with some gameplay, which, if the leak is accurate, we already know You know that it's actually going to be there. So, You okay, Justin? But yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. I'm gonna hold on. I'm gonna cut right there, and I'm gonna go back to um, my prediction. So, um, all right. Now that we've analyzed the picture, we're gonna go ahead and get into our predictions because again, we don't know if the leaked information is accurate or not. But going with my first prediction is Death Stranding gets a new release window, no date still, uh, but there is gonna be a new trailer with some gameplay. So if it matches with the leaked image, then at least we know that I hopefully got that one right. Um, so that's going to be my first one. What's your? Do you have any PlayStation predictions, Brian? Uh, it doesn't really count for just PlayStation, but I think they're going to show off a new map for Monster Hunter World and announce the Summer Festival because they already have stuff in-game for the Summer Festival. They just haven't unlocked it yet. Okay. Anything else? Uh, that's... I mean... There was an Avengers game that's been hinted at. Like They call it the Avengers Initiative or something. That's the code name for the project, but I don't know if that's going to be just PlayStation or cross-platform. But the way, like you know, the new Spider-Man games exclusive to PlayStation. So. Yeah, I actually had a prediction about that as well. That we're going to get a trailer for it. Nothing too fancy. No dates. Uh, nothing. You know, no release window. Just hey, this is coming. You know what I mean? That I, I kind of think that that may be something that may actually get here. Um, what about you, Ricky? Do you have what is your PlayStation prediction or one of them? Uh, well, my PlayStation prediction was that Medieval, uh, either remastered or a new one coming out. And then the other predictions that I have, they're all more of, uh, all cross platforms. Um, basically I had more of like a new Diablo 4 coming out, um, Bloodborne 2, uh, Watch Dogs 3, and a Bioshock 4. Okay. I would definitely, w- I would like to see Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs 2 was very interesting, but we'll, we'll see how that one plays. Um, and the game, I think they were hinting into, uh, I forgot it, I think it's in one of the missions on Watch Dogs 2 where they were talking about that they're already looking at possible uh, new uh, missions that they were going to take on. Hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's actually a part of the game. So a lot of people actually predict that a possible Watch Dogs 3 might actually be in the works. Okay. Alright then. What about you, Justin? Do you have, what predictions do you have for PlayStation? Honestly, all the predictions I had got killed with that list. I had a lot <laughs> there. I had Kingdom Hearts, uh, Death Stranding, Last of Us, Spider-Man, Splinter Cell, uh, yeah. Fallout. I do not have Fallout. A new Fallout would be pretty, pretty chill, though. So well, I mean, they they did just announce seventy six. <laughs> yeah, so we, hopefully, oh, yeah. we'll see what seventy six is. Did. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, just put me down for Fallout, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Jesse? What are your PlayStation predictions? Um, pretty much, man. The only one that I was really hoping for was uh, Fallout, and I mean, I got pretty much said and done on it. <laughs> I He's was, like, I'm right. Yeah. I no longer care. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I'm a really big like one-player games as well. Because and as it is, what was it? Uh, God of War, 
Awesome oh, game. Ending. Marvelous. Crazy. If you have not played it, you are missing out. I'm sorry, Brian. You're a loser. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, man. That was actually like one of the ones me and my friend were talking about. Um, uh, me and him were actually talking about a remake of the first Fallout. Like first and second Fallout. But obviously hmm. that's probably not going to happen. I mean, I would sure. like to, but uh, probably not. Anything that's just pretty much a remake, that's what I was looking forward, like, forward to. All right, Brian, so before we move on, since everybody read their predictions, do you have any more PlayStation predictions before I accidentally skip you and you don't let me live it down? Yeah, I'm never going to let you live it down, first off, but <laughs> no, I don't. I had the one, and it's not even really just PlayStation, so leave me alone. <laughs> So, <laughs> let's see. So now, um, to continue my predictions, I feel that they're going to have Ghost of Tsushima, Sh- um, which is, if you guys remember, last year it was that samurai game that they teased that was going to be coming out. Um, so I think they're going to have it. I think they're going to have a gameplay trailer for it. They may not really go too deep into it um, because I see. I feel that they're going to have a release window for fall 2019. Um, for some reason, that game just tells me that it's a fall game that they want to have it. They're going to want to hit it before the holidays. Um, you know, again, end of October, beginning of November type of a day. So I still feel that they're too far out to show too much, but I think they're going to have some sort of tease and then next year's E3 or even a PSX later in the year give you more information about that um one of the games that a lot of people have been anticipating but at the same time people don't quite understand and it's maybe hard to sell has been dreams quantic um oh my god not quantic dreams um the same people who did little big planet for some reason i just blanked on their name but they are coming out with a game called dreams very similar to little big planet where it has a lot of single player stuff but at the same time you can create your own levels create your own material and things of that nature so because the game is so unique in the way that it is and it plays and from everything that i've read so far i think they're going to come out and say we are releasing a demo of dreams available now they're going to basically be on stage, and it's going to be one of those cases that it's going to be available the minute that you know they make that announcement, and people are going to be able to download it and check it out and play and see whether it's something that they're going to be interested in. And then the last prediction that I have that is not necessarily PlayStation, but might as well squeeze it in here because we're not going to just talk about Bethesda. Um, there is going to be absolutely zero mention of an Elder Scrolls game. They're not going to touch it. They're not going to talk about it. They're not even going to hint at it. But there is going to be an announcement for... Uh, an ESO expansion, that's Elder Scrolls Online, they're going to expand that, in my opinion, and it's going to be to a never-before-seen region. Now, I hear Brian's tears. They are joined (laughs) with my own. I know how much everybody has been wanting a new Elder Scrolls game. The problem is, is that ESO has been doing so well that I don't think they're going to pull away from it. Why would you stop something that just keeps bringing and printing you money? So with that said... I feel that the best course that they can take at the moment is to just go ahead and add a new region that we've never seen before to give, you know, get people to go back into ESO. But they just did that. They just added Somerset like a month or two ago. It was about two months ago, but I still think that they can announce another one. It's one of those cases where they announced, they announced um, Morrowind. Last at last year's E3, I believe, if I recall correctly. So I kind of feel that they could just do the same thing this year and say, okay, we have this coming. And it won't be coming out this year. It may not even come out 
you know, first quarter of 2019, but I feel that they're going to give a hint. Uh, see, I think that they're probably going to show some artwork for the next Elder Scrolls game. Like, they're going to say that they start development, because they've gone out of the way to say that they haven't started development last year. So I think they're going to at least give fans a, uh, you know, like, hey, we're getting rolling. Look forward to it. It's in the it's in the works. It's just not going to be for a while. Okay, fair enough. So anybody else? Any more PlayStation predictions before we move on? Mm-hmm. Well, really. No. All right, so moving on, we're going to go ahead and go to Xbox. Now, Xbox, to their amazement and to my own as well, has been the only company to really not have many leaks. And uh, at least so far, I have yet to see a leaked document of what the Xbox presentation should look like or might look like. Um, The only thing that we know so far is that their presentation is slated to be about two hours long. So with that said, we're looking at a very, very, very meaty E3 for Xbox, if that's accurate. So in terms of my predictions, I only have two. I'm not a big Xbox player. I don't know too much about it. So at the moment, I only have two predictions. I feel that they are going to have at least three first-party title announcements. In other words, one of the biggest problems that Xbox has had this generation is that they don't have many first-party titles. The exclusives have been very heavy on the PlayStation side, not so heavy on the Xbox side. And most of the exclusives that Xbox has ended up being time exclusives that eventually come out for all the other consoles. However, for some reason, I feel that this E3 is the year that it changes, where Xbox is going to be coming out hard with a lot of first-party titles, which is another reason why I I do happen to think that the Halo 6 um, prediction that John Sinta posted is, is accurate, which is why I think that they are going to be coming out swinging it really really hard this year um for that and the other prediction i have is that sea of thieves is going to announce an expansion and it's not going to be like a small expansion it's going to be a pretty media expansion to give the game a lot of the people that played sea of thieves or a lot of people that seemed disappointed that it wasn't what they wanted i think that this expansion is going to kind of give them more of what they were hoping for originally something that will kind of patch the game for those people that weren't too happy with it in the beginning what do you, all right, so for Xbox predictions, let's go ahead and start with Mr. Xbox himself, Brian. Go ahead. I, I, you have to have a lot of them. I have a few, yeah. Um, so going with my theme, I think that they're going to release a new Xbox X version, or at least like a new, like either the price drop for one, like John Cinta mentioned, or they're going to maybe give a different like color scheme, you know, in connection with the new game that's coming out. So, okay. with that being said, I feel like they're going to have a, a Gears of War announcement for another Gears. And that's going to be what the bundle's with, because they've already had one. Um, now, I am not a big fan of Gears, just because I haven't played it, because people who listen to this know that I'm kind of a chicken. I don't like playing scary <laughs> games, and it's kind of scary. The Gears of right. War games are a little scary for me. So, move away from that a little bit. Uh, now, I think they're also going to make uh, probably in line with a new Forza Horizon announcement, which I think is next. Ooh, that'd be nice. They're going to announce the next Fable game because the guys that are supposedly making the next Fable are the same guys who made Forza Horizon. So that's I feel like they're going to tie those two together pretty well. I already said everything about the Elder Scrolls prediction and... Um, Darksiders 3 gameplay. I want to see Darksiders 3 gameplay. More of it anyways, because I feel like I'm kind of concerned for that title. 
Why are you concerned? Because I mentioned, I mentioned before how like I watched the gameplay they've got out already and how she seems kind of clunky almost with her whip action. So I don't know if the gameplay is going to be less fast-paced and more thought-out methodical. Um, so I'd like to see... I really would like to see more gameplay so I can get an idea of what's going on there. Uh, and also the MMO... I, I think it's called Black Desert Online. Not sure, but I think they're going to show gameplay for that big MMO too. And I've already seen like graphics for it, and it's beautiful. Nice. Okay. What about you, Jesse? Um, Prediction-wise, I'd say EA is probably going to show something with them just because, you know, it is going to be a pretty long time frame that they are going to have. Um, honestly, I'd hope they would be still in the works of making that Boba Fett game. Maybe if they would be able to make it, obviously it probably won't be uh, Xbox exclusive, but, I mean, that would be pretty good if they would keep working on it. I would love that the actual gameplay that they used to have on it was pretty scrumptious, if I should say so myself. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But besides that, man, oh, man, honestly, uh, I would love, like, another Conker's game, especially since they have rares, like... Oh, like Conker's Bad Fur Day? Ownership. Yeah, if they would make, like, maybe, like, another one, obviously, I know it probably wouldn't go with like storyline itself but oh man i would like that okay not bad what about you uh ricky any xbox predictions um besides the big three uh halo forza and gears of war um i would probably say just because almost everybody's doing it I'm pretty afraid that they're going to probably say something about Gears of Wars having some kind of a battle royale. Oh. Oh, God. I think there was a rumor not too long ago that actually went by that they were going to split or they were going to have three Gears of War games come out. Uh, One to continue the story, one to tie in, I guess, the multiple arcs that they have, because I know they have comic books, they have the games and all that stuff, and both of them are completely different. And I believe one of them is to tie them all together. And then the third one was possibly a battle royale. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm afraid of, of, I don't know, yeah. years of wearing a battle royale. That Don't get me wrong. Here, here's the sad thing. Um, I think you're right. <laughs> okay. um, I I just I don't trend. I don't want you to be. <laughs> and then of course, hopefully, a release date for Crackdown Three. Mm. Ooh, that would be nice. I think that's one. That's one of the games that's going to end up in limbo. I hate to say it. Why? Because there's just been so many different like. Oh, it's coming now. Oh, it's not. Oh, we've pushed it back. Oh, it's going to, like, it's, it's, it just seems like it's in limbo right now to me. Look, like, in, I don't think it's going to ever come out. In a world where we're actually getting um, Kingdom Hearts 3, yep. and in a world where we already Knock finally, finally got, um, oh man, now I forget, I blanked out on the game. It's the one with a giant puppy dog <laughs> that, that took forever to come out for PlayStation. The Last from the Guardian. People. Last Guardian, thank you. When in when in a world of those actually maybe coming out, 
I don't know, man. I'm thinking, I'm hoping that that game comes out at some point. Like the fan base for that game is extreme, and for, if if it goes in limbo, that's gonna be sad. Yeah. All right. What what else, um, Ricky? Any others? No, that was basically my list right there. Okay. So, anybody else? Any other predictions that we haven't discussed? Anything that we want to share at this point? I I have a kind of a one that just came to me that I would kind of like to see because. Uh, uh, mentioned uh, Conquerors earlier. What if we... I'd, I'd really like to see somebody uh, maybe not just in Microsoft, I don't know, but uh, I'd like to see Banjo-Kazooie come back, man. Oh, yeah. that would be nice. That's true. Because ukulele you know, was very mixed. Some people loved it. Some people, uh, <coughs> cough, cough, myself, hated it. <laughs> and... I, <clears throat> Recently, I saw something on Twitter. I can't remember the details, but uh, something about um, whoever owns uh, holds the rights to Banjo to the franchise right now. They're talking about selling them off to another company or something. I saw something about that. Interesting on Twitter. Uh, so I would really love to see Banjo come back. You know what? I would actually get Banjo too. Um, I. The little bit that I played of ukulele, and this is more a matter of how much time I had available versus how much I enjoyed it. The little bit that I played it, I did enjoy, but it's still, it's not the same. It it still felt very different, you know? So, I kind of hope, I like your, I like your prediction. That's basically what I'm going to leave it at. I really (laughs) like your prediction. And, uh, because at the end of the day, take a drink, fuckers. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I swore to drunk. I'm not God. Um, I can make it. I can make it, guys. One more. Is that all you got? I'm telling you. Is like, that all you got? No, for real. Like I, I legit love the fact that we have a drinking game, and I'm just gonna have fun with it for the rest of my life now. Um, I think we almost. Our, record, our episode releases to like Saturdays now, so people don't get DUIs. It's <laughs> okay, I don't work till the weekend. <laughs> Officer, they made me do it. <laughs> right, God, it wasn't just me. It was like, oh, oh my guys, there's one in Hawaii. Go Hawaii. Go Hawaii. I swear he's there. I don't know where, but he's somewhere right there. <laughs> All right, guys, that pretty much narrows it for our E3 predictions. Um, Let us know over at our Facebook page at facebook.com backslash gamingdad101. Join us on the Facebook group if you're not already a member. If you listen to the show and you're not a member, go join us. We have a really core group of people that are very, very active um, that share a lot and uh, figured out this drinking game. So go drink with them (laughs) because alcoholism by yourself is just sad um <laughs> with that said so we um that basically covers it all our e3 predictions we'll see essentially uh who's right who's wrong and i i'm think brian and i are going to be releasing what we're going to be doing and how we're going to be covering e3 there is going to still be a numbered episode of the week of E3 where we're going to be discussing certain, you know, different things that have already been confirmed through E3 uh, as such. Um, we may do some extra stuff, but keep posted. We're, you'll find out everything, mainly on the Facebook group. So, again, if you haven't joined us on the Facebook group, go join us uh, and then 
you know, go have a good time with the rest of the people that we have there. Now, if you're a brand new listener to the show or you have listened to the show before, you guys, um, if you listen to the show before, you already know. If you're a brand new listener, before we end the show, we provide you guys with what we call a cheat code of the week. Um, cheat code of the week normally is catered to dads. That's the name of the show, Gaming Dad 101. Uh, in this particular week, this one is catered to dads, but it's about the moms. And this is essentially, I have a friend, um, funny enough, a mutual friend with Ricky, uh, a friend of ours. Um, oh, crap. I think I'm about to out him. Uh, <laughs> Wait, Ricky, Uh-oh. Ricky, do you know? <laughs> I, I do not know anything about this. That's only you. Ah, oh, so <laughs> So we're going to, um, I'm going to edit. I, by now, I should have edited the name out. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a mutual friend with Ricky. I won't say his name again. But um him and his wife are expecting. And hey. yep, so congratulations to you bleep out there because I bleeped out your name. Um uh and he was uh talking to me about the experience that he's having with you know, this is his first child, this is his first wife, like they they're young and they're new to this. Like they've they've never gone through anything like this before. Um, so him and I talk a lot, you know, and he'll ask me about things. I give him advice, you know, cause parents like to give unsolicited advice. Um, and one of the things that he was telling me that he doesn't like that has been happening is his wife has been staying up with him. Um, so with that, I present you cheat code number 33, the old hug and roll. Essentially. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know where this is headed, but there's a little bit more to it. So essentially what's happening is his wife is staying up with him because she doesn't want to be alone because she wants to be, you know, near him and stuff. And he feels bad because he wants to, of course, the only time that we get to play, you know, most of us in our scenarios is by staying up late by essentially, you know, for example, tonight we're currently recording this and it's currently nine thirty one Eastern time. If I want to play video games, I'm going to do it after everybody goes to bed. Now with his wife being pregnant and all, she has been wanting to stay with him and she'll lay down on the couch and fall asleep and he feels bad. He's been feeling guilty. <clears throat> so I gave him the example that I used with my wife that worked wonderfully once I remembered to use it. Um, because my wife would do the same. When, when she was pregnant with JC, she would come outside and, you know, the bedroom was only 10 feet away, but she would come out of the bedroom, sit on the couch and watch me play whatever game up until whatever time I'd be up and I'd feel terrible. Because here she is, you know, fully pregnant, carrying this gigantic weight, and she, she can't be comfortable on the couch. So I told him what I did, which is this. Essentially, I would play, and I would let her lay down because she wanted, you know, she wanted to be company to me, and she wanted my company as well, which is wonderful. So I would let her fall asleep, and I would wait about 20 minutes. Why 20 minutes, you say? Because at 20 minutes, you're so tired that you're going to fall back asleep pretty, pretty easily. So what I would do after 20 minutes is I would gently wake her up and I'll say, hey, babe, let's go to bed. I would walk with her to bed. We would lay down and in about 10 minutes, she'd be out cold and I would run away and go back outside and play some more video games. And I, you know, it's one of those cases where I admired and I love the fact that my wife wanted to spend so much time with me, but she needs rest and she needed to lay down where she needed to be comfortable. So that is why I count that as a cheat code. And of course, I got to play video games. So that's a positive. But it's the old hug and roll. And I love how Brian laughed before I even got into it. So I'm that so is. I'm so glad I'm not the only person that. Yes! Did that. Yes! <laughs> 
And also glad that my wife is underway because that means she's probably not going to listen to this episode next week. Oh, don't worry. She's, she's going to listen to it when she gets back. <laughs> she gets back. So, Jesse, no do not. Do not tell her. Bro, what do you I mean? You I'm texting yes. her as we speak. <laughs> so anybody out there that is, um, you know, having children and stuff, and they're and they're they're in that process, I uh, I severely recommend that technique because it it does work wonders. And again, it's a beautiful thing to be able to spend that time with your wife and the fact that she wants to spend it with you. But at the same time, you know, she she needs a rest. So hopefully this is something that will help both of you. It'll, it'll help you both spend some time together, but at the same time get her to, you know, get the rest that she deserves. So with that said, guys, uh, now that we've covered our E3, thank you for joining us on the E3 episode. Thank you for spending all this time with us. If you have any more predictions or anything else, sadly, we can't read them on air anymore, but you're more than welcome to go ahead and post them over on the Facebook page. So before we go, guys, anything that you guys want to plug, anything you want to say, let's let's go one by one. Jesse, anything you want to plug, anything you want to say, any, any social media you want to share? Um... Pretty much now. I'm, um, if anything, follow my Twitch stream um, at El Hancock or Hancock. Um, if not that, Lilith Triple uh, Six One. That's my girl's Twitch stream. She's a little better than I am. Yes, I get it. She's a girl. <laughs> I can't do anything about it. She's she's well rested. Okay, she has well rested hands, and I do not. These are like twenty year old beat up gamer hands. But besides that, nah, man, that's pretty much it. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining us on this episode, man. It, it was great to get to meet you. Hopefully, we'll have you up in the future. Justin, what about you, man? Anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah. Uh, first, I'd like to go ahead and say thanks for having me on the show, man. I really appreciate it. Nah, dude, uh, it's been an honor, bro. Uh, I told you I'd get yeah, you on somehow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For those of you who do not know, I am not actually a dad yet. I am married, so that will happen at some point. But... I have a cat in the meantime, I guess. What you didn't uh, know is that by being on this show, you have now become super fertile. So congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, watch out, Jesse. Oh, boy. Uh, but uh, as far as plugging stuff, uh, yeah, you can follow me on uh, Twitch and Twitter uh, at LazyGaming2320. Uh, other than that, no. Uh, that's it. All right. Well, also, once again, thank you. Ricky, everybody knows you, but go ahead and plug your stuff anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say you gave me the title of the most recurring guest, so you know where to find me. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, anything you want to plug this week? Nah, man, just uh, <laughs> enjoy the wait. E three's coming. All kinds of good stuff is on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. So, with that said. Remember, guys, you can follow me on Twitter at ViscZen. That's V-I-S-C-Z-E-N. You can follow Brian at GamingDatBrian because Brian doesn't know how to plug his own Twitter. Um, <laughs> thank they you guys. hear me every week, dude. <laughs> I hope they don't by now. Doesn't matter. You plug it every week, brother. Thank you for joining us on episode 33. Remember to join us every Wednesday for a brand new episode. Make sure you subscribe and rate us on podcast services around the world and check out our website at geekandcast.com and follow our network Twitter at geekandcast because that's where we tweet absolutely everything for this and all the other shows that the other show that we have and the other shows that are coming. So thank you once again for everybody for joining us. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Ricky. Thank you, Brian. We should see you guys next Wednesday for E3. Ah. Uh...
Hold on, guys. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, at the end of the day. Alright, Brian, go ahead and say it. Doodles. Ha, 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 ha.